Skeet, Welcome skeet. to the Bass and Brews Podcast, beep, beep, beep. your weekly distraction from other up, high Paul. quality podcasts. No more talking. And now, your host, Alice from Swamp Rat Fishing, and the co hostess with the mostest, the Jabberhammer, Paul Roberts. Look at you, you done fucked it up. You got the please stand by still there. <laughs> hey, in in the great words of Sean Connery, oh, <laughs> look at our guest is even leading this shit. In the great words of Sean Connery from Saturday Night Live, go fuck yourself, Trebek. <laughs> what is up, everybody? It's Friday. You know what that means? That means that it's bass and bruise time. Your weekly distraction from high quality podcasts. I got another catchphrase. The catchphrase is those who can't fish teach people to fish and those people who can't teach people to fish become hosts on the bass and brews. And that's why myself and Paul are here. <laughs> We've got another hammer. We've got Chris on the show today. How are you, bud? Good brother. Good man. How are y'all? Pretty good. I'd, I'd be a lot better if Paul wasn't so fucking sassy already. We're like a minute and a half <laughs> into this and he's just some fucking little pissy pants already. Right, already talking hey, shit. You know what? Nobody, nobody asked you. Nobody asked you for your. He did. Phone. He asked me. Maybe if you were paying attention and not looking at fucking ticky tacks on your phone when we're trying I to record. I wasn't looking on ticky tack, but I'll tell you this: I got to give a shout out real quick before we get any further <laughs> into this. We had a tournament on Macintosh Lake this past Saturday, and I it was a shit show. Like my kayak had it, the only my kayak had everything in it from Santee. My rods were in my truck until Wednesday of last week, and I took them out then had to put them right back in on Friday. Like, I didn't retie shit. I mean, I just threw the shit in there uh, Friday night, the kayak, everything. It was a fucking shit show. You can't even see the bottom. Anyway, I roll up to the ramp. I'm, I'm, I'm second there, but I'm first through the gate. And I get up there, and this lake doesn't accept credit cards or checks. And it's there's a, you know, so it's $5 to get in. I'm like, I walk up, I'm like, fuck, there's three of us standing. I'm like, fuck, I don't have any damn money. And this guy goes, I got you, man, I got you. And gives me the $5 and get in. Anyway, his name was Sean Boersman from Virginia. Came down to, to fish that tournament. And I want to give a shout out to Sean Boersman. Boersma, sorry. I know there wasn't no E in at the end of it. Sean Boersman, I want to give a shout out and thank him for, for loaning me the $5. And Sean, if you're listening to this podcast, accept the damn Apple Pay, please. Don't leave me out here owing you money. <laughs> also, Sean, get in touch with Paul. I'll send you some stickers for helping Paul's broke ass out on getting onto the water. That's pretty badass. I wasn't broke. I was stupid. Because not yeah. only, like, I didn't see the captain's meeting, but the captain's meeting, there were at least two posts about bring $5, bring $5. <laughs> <laughs> I showed up. I probably had enough change in $5, but it was mostly pennies, nickels, and maybe a quarter or two. You know, the way you said that suggested that you had a checkbook as well. Do you do you carry a checkbook, Paul? Matter of fact, I keep a checkbook in my truck just in case. In case Jeez. what? You become You're fucking, fucking old, 80 bro. years old and you got to go to the grocery <laughs> store? <laughs> Who the fuck uses a checkbook? Like, I understand so, one for your business, exactly. but not for your personal life. Who the fuck Every, goes to 7-Eleven and says, hey, let me get a hot dog and a slushie? What do I make that out to? 7-Eleven? 
every the, now and again. The asshole I'm that I get behind every morning. That's who. <laughs> that's it right there. Every now and again, I leave the house without my wallet. And if I got to pay for something, I always got to back up there. You have your phone. Not everybody in fucking North Carolina takes a phone app payment, Alex. We're not all rich like you New Jerseyans. <laughs> uh, we don't pretend to be rich like y'all. <laughs> all right. Hey, the Walmart by my house doesn't even have the tap to pay. So I don't know. Yeah, the Walmart's do. Yeah. 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 Walmart doesn't do tap to pay. That's why you got to go to Tarjay, bro. You got to get that step oh, yeah. up life. You know yeah, what I mean? See, see, Chris, we're, we po people. We peasants compared to, compared to Alex. <laughs> this man goes, when this man needs something, he goes to Target and pays $18. You know, hey, we my, ride around. My, we ride around for two hours looking for a deal. My my wife shops at the uh, well, the Red Circle Boutique, aka yep. Target, the Red Circle Target. Mm-hmm. You know, is, is your wife the same as mine? Like we have this game, and it's like I'm like a Mandy. Can you try not to spend a hundred dollars when you said you had to get three things and you went into Target? And she comes out with like nine fucking bags. Like I see all the memes about it. And I'm like, you're a fucking walking meme. You go in there for three things. You're like, oh, I'm just going to run in. And you come back. Yours with only spends a hundred. Well, like that's the minimum. When she says she needs three <laughs> items. She's like, we need toilet paper, a towel and shampoo. And she comes out with like four bags full of shit. Dude, it's my, insane. my wife can't go to Target without buying $300 worth of shit. So. It's fucking insane there. So yeah. you. I'm I'm y'all's wife's wives. When I go into a store, <laughs> I purposely don't get a basket or a shopping cart because I'll fill it up. Yeah. But what ends up happening is I'm walking through the store, bear hugging, a hundred dollars worth of shit, dropping it everywhere. People are like, do you need help? No, I was like, no, I got it. Just here, pick that up and put it under my chin. I look. No, that, I'm. I'm just. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I look like that fat ass mouse from Cinderella when he was stacking the corn all up underneath his chin and it and it but that's what the fuck yeah. it looked like going to store. I look like that fat ass mouse from Cinderella. All right, Brewskies, let's make that meme happen. I want to see that out there. I want to see Paul's face on that I, I believe that mouse's name was like Philippe. I want to see his face on Philippe's fucking body. <laughs> Hambone, if you're listening, let's see Put that. Put that one. shit on let's a t shirt. I'll buy one. Oh man, we've got uh <laughs> I'm talking to a friend right now, and uh, they're working out posters for the back here of the uh, yeah. the twins, the twins mm. movie poster with me and Paul. Oh, that would be oh, amazing. <laughs> oh no, no, Paul, Paul, I'm getting two made. Uh, we're gonna send one down to your place, and uh, it, it's gonna be fucking glorious. That's, That's like awesome. my favorite. That yeah, the, the 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 twins one were awesome. That that TikTok that I posted yesterday though with the short guy on the ladder with the other guys carrying. Fuck, fuck you, Paul. Fuck you, Paul. <laughs> All right. Enough bickering for now. Hey, that speaking of that, hold on, hold on. Paul Paul's yeah. starting with with the uh with the short jokes. So yeah, I've always wondered. I, I listen to every show. Paul, how fucking tall are you? Six nine. No. You're, you're He's six foot. I don't want to hear foot. your I don't want to hear your high school fucking depth chart height i want your real like <laughs> doctor's office six one six one okay yeah i'm a whole foot taller than alex alex how you're tall not you? i'm five eleven mm -mm. no i'm not uh no i'm like five, five 
five eight on a good day. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm short. I, it's fine. Well, eight, I'm somewhere eight. between five nine and five ten. And uh, yeah. don't let my brother fool you. That motherfucker's five six on a good day. So I, you can make I, short see, jokes about him now too. Yeah. See, I thought he was a shorty too, but I wasn't hundred yeah. percent sure. And for some reason, <laughs> it's never come up. And for yeah. y'all that when we he say his brother, five, eight. we say his brother, this is, so we have the, the, uh, semi-professional podcaster, Chris Turner on with us tonight, but he is the professional angler out of the brother duo of Chris and Drew Turner. And y'all know Drew because Drew's been on here quite a few times. He's the professional podcaster of the Paddler's Playbook, but the semi-professional angler. That's right. That's right. Yeah, like I said, those who can't fish or yep. teach, they host podcasts. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and surround themselves with people who can fish. Hey, though, I will say last tournament that we just fished, man, he he, he did catch the, uh, the the bigger fish. So, Yeah, but he brought it. He brought it with him, I heard. I heard he brought it in a cooler, <laughs> hooked it next to the mouth and threw it out there and made a whole, whole uh, shindig on it. <laughs> yeah. It already been gutted too. <laughs> Everybody's like, "That's like nine rainbow trout stick sticks together." What the fuck? <laughs> All right, man. Tell us how you got to be on Bass and Brews. I fucking asked Paul. I don't know, man. I don't <laughs> even know how I got here, dude. No, um, I mean like your well, journey through fishing. Well, what, here, My, here, Alex is oh. still fucking this up. I've let it fly the last few <laughs> weeks. The question is. What's the journey that has brought you to where we are today? Fishing. Fishing. Um, man, you know, I, I've, I've fished my, my whole life, just like anybody else. You know what I mean? Fishing with dad and, you know, going down and bank fishing and that kind of thing. And then that mm -hmm. kind of progressed in high school to knowing buddies that had boats and camp houses and things like that. And, uh, eventually had kids and kind of got out of it for a little while and then i got back into it hard when my brother started the the podcast man uh, and started you know meeting the the guys that are fishing the tournaments and the sponsored guys and that kind of thing and rubbing elbows with them and i just thought it was kind of cool and man i you know when i dive into something man if anybody that knows me i dive in hard i mean <laughs> fucking hard like you can you can, if I turn this camera around, I've probably got, you know, a couple thousand dollars worth of baits and shit just hanging on the wall just because I think they look cool. And I thought I fucking needed them. I don't need any of this, half of this shit, but. You could probably thank your brother for that too. Hey man, you got to buy this. You got to buy this when he's getting it shit for free. That's how I got that kayak back there. <laughs> shit. Him, him talking me into it. Him talking me into it. No, Alex, he didn't get it for free. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Let me go no. buy this. Who, who's I've older, got a... Drew or you? Drew. Drew. Oh, so, so it was the Drew's big Drew. brother mode. He was like, listen here, you little yeah. shit. You need to get this fucking kayak to me in the cool kids group. <laughs> <laughs> when Drew no, was I, I, was in a, uh, I, I was in a Hobie, and he talked me into to switching over to Old Town, and then I got on the Old Town uh, pro staff with a retailer, oh. so. All right, you know, just uh, you know, a little mid flex there. I like that. You know, just throwing it out there, dude. It's it's not all it's cracked up to be, man. It's, Listen, it's really not. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you what I told Eric last week on the Amazon fishing. Save some pussy for the rest of us. All right, dude. We get it. All right, old town. You're a pro staff member. You have trophies everywhere. You got a stack of batteries. <laughs> Literally a whole stack of batteries. 
Like he he's got the corn that the that the rat and Cinderella is except <laughs> it's not corn, it's batteries. Hell it's yeah. Lithium batteries. Hell yeah, man. Handball I've got to have them for every boat, man. I've got two boats. I gotta have enough batteries where I don't have to swap them all around and shit all the time. <laughs> Hambone and uh, Wolf of Walmart. Uh, make sure to add those batteries into that picture. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you uh, primarily fish for, for our guests, if they're not uh, familiar with, with you? Uh, just redfish, man. Pretty much strictly redfish. Um, I'll fart around every now and then and, you know, go for some green fish. But it's like once in a blue moon kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll catch, you know, trout and flounder and other saltwater species on accident, you know, just by default as a bycatch. But typically, I'm, I'm mostly targeting uh, redfish primarily. I do, do a little bit of trout fishing, but mostly night fishing. So I don't really do it real seriously. The night fishing's like, you know, fishing a barrel kind of thing. If you can find a light with some fish in it, you can throw a friggin', you know, tab off a Coke can in there and catch a fish, you know. <laughs> And by trout, you mean uh, sea trout or uh, wheat speckled, fish, right? Yeah. Oh, speckled. I, yeah. Speckled, speckled sea gotcha. trout, yeah. Gotcha. And where, right. are you at, where are you at in the country? Uh, South Texas. South Texas on the Gulf Coast. Man, you can really tell your brother's better than this than you. It took a lot to get your name, what you fish for, and uh, where you dude, fucking I, live. I'm not the most outgoing dude like my brother is, man. I'll I'll open up and I'll talk a little. I'll talk a little noise, but you yeah. got to get me. You, you know, you got to you got to you got to get me going, brother. <laughs> All right, so Chris is asking for more foreplay. I got it. I got it. <laughs> give give it a little tickle. Little yeah. tickle. Yeah. Little grunt so, tickle. When you grew up fishing as a kid, was it for saltwater fish, or do you, or, or was that all uh, fresh? Dude, it was it was whatever we could get yeah. our hands on, man. It, like I say, I had several different buddies that uh, you know. Some of them guide now. Some of them moved on to different things. But mm-hmm. uh, man, it was a lot of uh, a lot of noodling. You know, uh, not not noodling like with your arm, like noodles, oh. like jug lines, the pansy noodles, noodles. Oh. No- noodle, noodle pansy noodles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Running, and we would. Uh, man, I had a buddy of mine in in high school that had a Dude, I don't even know what kind of co- it was like a freaking aluminum canoe, like a <laughs> 17, eight. I mean, it was huge, big ass fucking canoe. <laughs> and we get three of us in there. We'd go down, get us a 30 pack of Keystone and just run up and down yeah. the, the creek all day long. I mean, 12, 14 hour days, just catching gar and catfish and whatever we could. Uh, but the the law is so where we're at, you know, it turns turns brackish, right? Mm-hmm. So where my buddy's camp was, as long as we were north of the bridge, we could run the noodle lines. South of the bridge was considered brackish, so you couldn't run any any noodle lines south of the bridge. Um, but uh, we, we 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 definitely went south of the bridge a few times. I think <laughs> the statute of limitations is up on that one. <laughs> you're safe. You're safe. Look, yeah, yeah. Ain't no ain't no law abiding citizen listening to this podcast. No, not at all. Not at There's got to be. There's got to be at least one. There's got to be one fish and wildlife guy who just fucking hates his job, and that's why he listens to this, because he's like, fuck these people. Like, he listens to it out of spite. Yeah. yeah. I listen what? to it. I, I, I'm, I'm just constantly driving around all day, so that's all I fucking do is listen to podcasts. 
Well, I'm well, glad hey, that we can uh, be a distraction. Nice. Yeah. Right. Hey, tell a me distraction this. from quality po- no shit, podcast right? content. Hey, <laughs> our mantra for this year is we're going to be a fishing podcast that does an episode not talking about fishing pretty much the whole time, and we've done a the good whole job fucking that time. So far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think last week was yeah. the most about fishing, mm-hmm. but that was fishing the Amazon River. Yeah, like, so we had to talk about fishing because that shit was yeah. cool as hell. Yeah. Hey, tell me this. Did, do you ever get out? Do y'all have like tarpon or any of those big, big sea, seaworthy fish out there? Do you ever go offshore in your kayak and fish for any saltwater stuff, sharks or anything like that? Fuck no. <laughs> Not no, but fuck no. No. That's a hard no. It, hard. Super, super hard no for me, man. I'm, dude. It's not that I'm scared. It's dude, that shit's sketchy, man. It's just sketchy, dude. And I don't want to work that fucking hard. Like if I'm in the marsh, dude, and I don't want to fucking paddle no more. Like it's no big fucking deal. I can just sit there and just hang out, and I'll fucking continue on my way. But if I'm working against currents and tides and all this shit, and I'm miles offshore and I stop, like you're not taking a fucking (laughs) breaks, bro. (laughs) Like you know. So what you say? you saying the offshore game isn't fat person friendly. No, no, definitely not. Definitely. It, I wouldn't say it's not fat person friendly. I mean, it, I'm, I'm in some, some Facebook groups and there's some not shapely people that do it. But <laughs> Well, do you know why they do it? It's because uh, they've got their kayaks rigged out with Z-Pro batteries for all your power needs. That's right. Go offshore. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, no, man, I'm not. I don't do the. I don't do the offshore stuff, man. It's just, uh, like I said, it's just too much work, work dude. You're gonna yeah. pedal like three, four miles before you ever cast a line just to get to you know the oil platforms or whatever. Like that, yep. it just doesn't sound appealing to me, man. Doesn't For me, I think the worst all. is is I see the guys that'll do it. They like uh, they do the surf launches here all the time, so they'll park in the uh-huh. parking lot. And I'll be fishing like the jetty and I see these fucks and they've got to walk like 200 yards with this fucking fully rigged Hobie pro angler, like dragging this bitch across the beach and some drunk Karen and somebody from fucking South Philly who's vomiting into their kid's stroller before they even (laughs) get to the water. And then they got to push past the surf. My favorite is watching them get all loaded up, think they're good, start heading out and instantly flipping the breakers. It's like my favorite Mm, thing to watch. Yeah. Yeah, it's, fuck that, dude. Like I say, yeah. I if like the uh, y'all ever watch uh, Robert Field on on YouTube, he yep. does the Los Buzos guides out there. Like I, I would do that. You know, mm-hmm. I, if you're gonna mothership my fat oh. ass out there and then take me back, <laughs> hell yeah, I'm all about it. Let's go catch some fish. But Paul, that was the guy we I was trying to talk about uh, last week. I couldn't remember his name. Mm. Okay. He was the yeah, one yeah. that does the mothership where they, they drag all the fucking kayaks uh, out and then you go catch a shit ton of like these rooster fish and it looks fucking yeah. epic. Yeah. Yeah, it's Los Buzos. Hey, I'm all it I'm looks, all for getting towed somewhere now. Don't 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 threaten me with not having to pedal my fat ass around. I hey, wonder if your... I could find hold on. I wonder if I could find an overweight community, right? And then I'll I'll run like a CETO business, but I'll call it Sea <laughs> Cow. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and I just tow fat people in fucking kayaks, and then I go pick them up later, kind of like Uber. Well, they don't they don't have to be fat. They can be fat 
and or lazy. You need, no, you need, no. you can do better. Correct. You just nope. want the biggins. I just want the biggins because honestly, <laughs> they're going to have extra money to pay the prices because what are they going to buy it on? Like food. Yeah, but they're eating Walmart food. Like you don't get that big eating at Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Look, I'll tell you this. It's another million dollar idea. You're welcome, Internet. As a as a hefty kayak angler, sometimes I'm just like, why the fuck did I go this far? Why? <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, I want to try to catch some fish. Yeah. Okay, then. Oh, I love that dead air. That's like my favorite yeah. now. Yeah. We 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 ruined his story. I don't even know where to go with this. I well, I have two things, but the first thing, yep. so we talked about big fish and sharks. You're still in gator country down there. How, do you do you run across any big gators? How does that work where you are? Have you had any encounters with any gators down in the in the marsh? Dude, I had an encounter uh shit, maybe a month or so ago. Uh when the gators, you know, first uh started coming back out. Dude, I come um first that we fished, it it's literally gator city. I mean, during summer when it's nice and warm, there's gators all over the freaking place. And uh in this particular area around this particular bend, there's a big son of a bitch that sits there. He's probably, I don't know, I would say nine, ten foot, you know, really decent size gator. Um anyway, so I go out there and I'm just having a shit day. If anybody follows me on facebook or whatever it was the the same morning that uh the hub i lost the hub on my fucking trailer that morning um i posted <laughs> the, the pictures it, <laughs> <laughs> just greased it the night before and lost the hub so I, the, the, we'll do the we'll do the full story so i i lose the hub on the trailer at like 4 30 in the morning it's dark outside i'm like a mile from an exit when I lose my fucking hub and I look around me and there's nobody around. And I'm just like, you know what? Like, fuck it. I'm just going to drag this son of a bitch. Like I was doing 80 <laughs> anyway. Like this axle, this axle is toast. So I dragged that bitch into Bucky's that morning. Um, I waited around for the tow truck till like ah, seven 30 tow truck finally gets there. I get back on the road about eight, get on the water at like nine o'clock. Right. I got my GoPro set up, all this shit. And uh, then here comes the fucking wind. And uh, I'm fucking with my GoPro. And I'm not really paying attention to what I'm doing and where I'm at. Like I said, this gator, he's in the same area every time. He hangs out in the same area. And I'm not paying attention to where I'm at. And the wind is kind of blowing me up into the fucking shoreline. And I'm fucking with my GoPro. And then I sit back down. And uh, it's I, I didn't get this recorded either. Um, I was fucking turning the gopro off and on and i didn't get it recorded but anyway i come around this corner man where this fucking gator's at and i don't see him he don't see me and i got i mean no shit i am two feet away from this dude when it, we lock <laughs> eyes with each other and this motherfucker threw a wake so big i mean about flipped me out of the kayak i'm covered in just mud grass <laughs> all sorts of shit scared the living shit out of me i thought he was gonna flip me over i know he's not gonna eat me like he, I, i'm 
comfortable famous, enough around them. Famous last I'm, words. They're not going to eat. No, nah, man. The Gators ain't going to fuck with you, dude. Gators sure, ain't going to fuck tell, with you. Tell that lady in Florida a month ago who got dragged in. Where did she get? What, what the fuck was she doing? Well, well so it, well, she was at a senior the, citizen's home. And she was walking with her dog around this pond in Florida. There you and go. You said dude, the fucking videos, dog. That's all I needed to know. Yeah. Dude, the video is the best. It's crazy, man. It sucks. The video is the best. Yeah. As, like, the dog's real close to the water, and this gator comes up. And you could tell the gator came up to get the dog. Well, yeah, you can, but you can see, you can yeah. see the gator coming from, like, halfway in the pond. You see it. I mean, it's, I, you know, with. With the video, it's hard for us to tell distance, but it was a ways off right, yeah. that this gator was coming halfway in the pond. I mean, beeline and wake and it's coming, it's coming to eat. It misses the dog. I don't think it missed the dog, dude. No, I it think, did. It, no, no, I it think did. it if you watch up, it, I watched it. I think it popped yeah. up, no. saw the dog, and said, Fuck that. I want my slow cooked mm -hmm. grandma over there and went for no, her. It, <laughs> it missed it missed the dog on the initial approach and then like the dog backed up a little bit and it went again and the, the video cuts off obviously i'm not going to show that and you know you can just imagine what happened next but anyway yeah it was uh you know a sad situation but that's again being aware of your surroundings because the gator ain't gonna eat you until it does no you man. know i mean that's how it goes sometimes but them, them marsh gators ain't messing with nobody dude it's just like anything else, snakes, any animal. Just leave them the fuck alone. They'll leave you alone, man. Just well, it's stay like away San, from yeah, it's like Santee. You need to be more worried about the red wasp at Santee <laughs> than you do tell you. an alligator or a damn snake, because the red you, wasps are relentless and they will they will tear your ass up. Did you want to know what I'm terrified of? The What's one that? thing in this world that I'm fucking terrified of. Your Paul wife. red his pants off. fucking wasp. Red wasp, <laughs> yeah. dude. Red wasp. I'll tell you what. I was like seven years old. I'm at a, a, a friend of my mom's house, and uh, I'm catching frogs, right? <clears throat> and this fucking tree frog jumps up underneath the skirt of this trailer, mm. and I reach up in there to grab it. And I grabbed the biggest red wasp nest that you've ever seen in your entire <laughs> life, dude. I got hit like 80 fucking times at seven years old. And now to this day, I swear to God, if a red wasp was to fly in this garage right now, I'm the fuck. I'm gone. <laughs> you ain't even trying to kill it. Forget You're just about done. It. I'm out. out of here. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done, dude. I was on a ladder the other day. I was I was standing there talking to a customer on a ladder, and the damn red wasp come. Fly. I jumped off. I'm out of here. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, you didn't see that wasp. That's always real good for your business when you run around like a uh, a lady with her hair on fire because of a wasp. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm telling you. Oh, I'm, ter I'm terrified of those things. What movie was it? Was it? Oh uh, shit! I'm trying to. Think. Where the kid died from beads? That was uh, My Girl. Are you saying that he was almost Macaulay Culkin from My Girl? My Girl? N no, that's not. That is a that it is a good analogy. That is not what I was thinking. But those weren't bees. Those were hornets. And as a matter of fact, it was a poor representation of hornets at that. Um, but anyway, oh, I forgot, Mister Amateur fucking beekeeper over here. 
I mean, you know, if you yeah. if you're gonna understand the animals that you have as pets, you have to understand them. Hey, uh, I don't want to uh, derail this. Yeah, I do. Hey, what week are we of the grip stick uh, being up in the background and still not getting used? How many weeks is it now? Uh, whenever what the classic was. You're now, one. now, now it's just it's a marketing prop. And yeah. I'm hoping that, you know, if you would start tagging grip sticks, that maybe <laughs> we would get we would get a sponsorship since it's, you know, sitting in the background. It's it, it's better than anything I got. Nothing in this background besides the I have in the background of people Uh-oh. that could sponsor us. I, have I just fucking stick. realized what that was. I have the grip sticks, I and just, then I have the his I fucking the lint roller thing that he bought. Yeah. Yep, yep, it's still up there. His That's wife still, yeah, he bought it for his wife, and she said, "Go fuck yourself, they Paul." And it's still, they, they dude, it's still sitting up there, those, wrapped up. It has not hey, been used. I, the, we got a we got a hand one, a small one. I use it on the dog and the cat all the time. But besides the grip stick, the only yeah. other thing that we could get sponsored with on this are the the wrap snacks. And today I have the wrap snacks. Ooh wee, wavy with little dirt. It's the buttermilk buttermilk ranch. What the fuck did you just say? I didn't get any of those words. You went full hillbilly again. <laughs> so Chris, tell us tell us about fishing for redfish. Fuck Alex and his <laughs> what a shit. segue. About what a fucking segue. <laughs> tell, tell us about redfish. You know this this we've we've had some saltwater anglers on here. Obviously, your brother, but I don't think we've really ever dived into maybe a long time ago into saltwater fishing. So I'm here in North Carolina. We got a big redfish community on the coast of North Carolina. We hear that they're big, dumb bass, but they're just in saltwater. False. What, False fucking what advertisement, it, man. Okay. Oh. So tell us, tell us about fishing for redfish. I mean, what, what do we, what do, what do I need to do? Or Alex needs to do. If we want to go start catching some redfish this weekend, what was the basic shit we got to have? So, contrary to popular uh, belief, man, you don't really need anything different than what you're using right now. So it's a big dumb bass. It's a big dumb bass. I guess. (laughs) I guess. I mean, bass are fucking stupid too, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. they're not fucking worms and shit. I mean, but (laughs) red red fishing, man, is it's dude. It's a totally. It's not. It's more hunting than it is fishing, Mm -hmm. right? What, what we're doing in the areas that we're fishing, we're fishing in one foot, two foot of water. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And our tide swings around here, as opposed to up there where, where you guys are at, uh, our tide swings down here are very small, right? So we're only talking like a six-inch tide oh, drop. Okay. You know what I mean? So we're consistently fishing between, I'd say, one and three foot. You know what I mean? And then there's some pockets here and there in the channels and things like that, just depending on how you're fishing that day. But, uh, you know, red fishing's more more stalking than it is sitting somewhere fishing. You're not sitting on top of a piece of structure. You're not looking for uh, piles of fucking trees in the bottom of the lake and the, the kind of things that, that I I assume that's what bass guys do. I mean, I see guys on TV. I've seen, seen it on TV a couple times. <laughs> oh, you're doing well, a lot of sight fishing too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It 90% of what we do, I would say I, I would consider it sight fishing. Now, there yeah. are some other anglers down here that have different opinions, including including my brother. 
uh, of what what site the definition of site fishing actually is. To me, site fishing is if I see sign of the fish and I throw in that area and I catch the fucking fish. That's a that's a sight. What do you mean fish. signs of the fish? Like- so when I come into a marsh area, right, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm looking, uh, I'm looking around, right, and I'm looking for what I would call nervous bait, right? You're you'll see like small ripples mm-hmm. on top of the water. Um, you'll see small shrimp if if there's a shrimp hatch. You'll see a lot of little small shrimp and the shrimp give you a really good indicator of what species of fish is chasing them as well, based on the shape of the jump, if that makes sense. So like if a redfish is chasing them, if you can't see the redfish, right? If it's in a little bit deeper water and you can't see the redfish, they'll scatter like straight out, right? Cause the redfish is coming from behind them and they're coming straight out and they're pushing them and they're kind of, going in a v pattern almost but mm-hmm. also straightforward whereas if it's a flounder right you're gonna see them jump straight up like right. it's just gonna be like a circle you'll see a, a ripple that's a circle and then the the bait mm-hmm. will just jump straight up uh so i mean there's there's a lot of different things that you learn over time right just like reading your graphs and stuff, like I can't read a graph to save my life. And I know you guys <laughs> don't really do much electronics either. Um, I but do. No, Paul I does. I don't have one at all on my kayak. I Okay. Yeah. I, I thought, I, I didn't think Paul did either, but. Oh, shit. Well, no, well, Paul I, I doesn't wrong. catch fish. He uses electronics, but he still can't catch fish. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, at least I get around them. I just can't catch them. Hey, but... can you go get a whiteboard and draw a diagram of what you just described <laughs> to us, Chris? <laughs> No, okay. no, absolutely no. not. I could show you. You know what I mean. Yeah. Those, those who can't explain it can show you in the marsh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so you're not exactly seeing the fish, but what you are seeing is something that kind of alerts you to their presence in the area, and you're using bait to be able to figure that out, right? Exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. I'm using bait. I'm using water movement. Yeah. The the size of the wake, the shape of the wake. Also, it, it, if I'm in areas that are clear enough mm-hmm. and I spook a fish, right, you can look at the shape of the mud puff and determine mm. what species of fish that was. So I can look at, a, at the shape of the mud puff that comes out and say, oh, that was a mullet. I can look at a mud puff and see that it's one, two, three mud puffs right after another, right? That's going to tell me that's a flounder. He's picking up, setting down, picking up, setting down, picking up, yep. setting down, right? And same with a redfish, right? If it's a big mud puff and it's just a a linear straight path, most likely that's a redfish. Redfish are like little torpedoes, you know, they take off straight. So it, there's there's a lot of um, a lot more that goes into it to find the fish and to make them eat then uh i think a lot of the bass guys really really give it credit for they think oh yeah i went down to gulf shores and i threw on some dead shrimp and we caught them you know dead fish are dumb you know i'd like i like to see those guys come out on a on a tournament day and get their ass kicked in the marsh you know (laughs) trying to hunt trying to hunt some redfish you know (laughs) so on that tell me this how do you so in bass fishing we we're looking for a structure 
and and that's the the contours you know we're looking for main lake points we're looking for points and then on those points we're looking for the rock piles we're looking for the brush piles how are you determining an area where you think the fish are going to be are you using any kind of contour mapping on that or, or how, do, how does that work how do you find an area where say i think the fish should be here today so it, it's kind of similar to i think how bass guys determine like on a new lake you'll go back and you'll look at like the 50s or something or when the lake was built and you'll find like the old creek beds and the mm -hmm. old channels that were there before it got dammed up right so when i'm looking i'm looking at all these different lakes that are that are interconnected right and then there's defined channels all throughout these lakes and that's typically where i'm targeting fish it's just a man it's just a theory that i have i don't I, you know i I've won tournaments, I've caught fish, so I guess it's proven. Some people would disagree with me, uh, but I just, I, I like to find the areas to me that I call like the redfish highways. Like they're, mm -hmm. it, it would make sense that they would swim in this way and they would come and they would hunt this area and then they'll move out and they'll go to this lake and then they'll go to this lake and then they'll come back around and just looking at the way that the water's running and then paying attention to where the bait is that and that's typically how i pick my areas how about uh marsh points i know uh where i fish down here when we do back bay flounder right uh because we have a bunch of sod banks and uh we'll always try to use like the point of a sod bank like the closer you can get to a channel you get that sod bank that acts like as a break for the current and we'll get usually depending on the tide they'll be stacked up on either side of that point is it kind of similar to that or no a little different no. different it, it, it's 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 a lot different yeah what what it sounds like what you're explaining is more like are, are you explaining it more of a uh like a like from an inlet no so this would be like yeah so well all right so you have your inlet right and then so up in new jersey we have an intercoastal waterway so we have right, right? so you go into the inlet and then you have the back bay areas and there's sod banks they're basically like marsh little islands but they come out to points right and they'll be connected kind of close to the main channel that like army corps is like dug out so what you do is you kind of fish that that kind of flat between the point and where the channel is and specifically like fluke that's what we call it up here but flounder will usually right. just be like blanketing that whole area yeah, yeah, yeah. There, I mean, there's there's a lot of areas that that set up just like that, right? Uh, but just not not particularly in the areas that that I'm that typically you're at. fishing okay. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Chris, tell me this: How do you take a marsh dump? Um, at the truck before I fucking leave. Typically, there you go. I, I try to I, I try to get my marsh dumps out <laughs> beforehand, bro. Dude, so if you if you if you take a dookie at the truck at the ramp, do you bag it up and like? haul it off or put it in a doggy poop bin or do you leave it there for somebody to step in how, how does that work i'll uh I, I usually leave it there for my brother to step in because i leave <laughs> it I, I usually prop my ass up on his driver's side tire and <laughs> deuce it out <laughs> that would if caught I, me off guard <laughs> <laughs> If I have a bucket, man, I'll uh, I'll clean it up. You know what I mean? Get a bucket and 
grab, grab a little scoop of water and clean it up. Listen, I've been fully on since we had Joe from cutting uh, retie on. I'm living by his rules now. I do the water trick every morning, right? Like if you want to be regular, you wake up, you go directly outside and chug a glass of water. For me, give it like three minutes. I'm going to have to shit my brains out like instantly. And Dude, then I don't, have, I don't have that fucking problem. So if that doesn't work, then I do what he does, and I just uh, take a bunch of fucking Pepto when I don't need it just to shock up my system, and I don't poop all day. I came the closest I have ever come in my entire life to shitting in my pants this past weekend fishing. Like, I went I went and, and, and pinched one off before I left. Everything was good, and I got to the ramp, started loading the kayak up, and, and like, I... When when people say the bubble guts, right? Typically they're no. just talking about you know hey, stomach hurts. Well, no. my my stomach was talking. Yeah, like I probably couldn't catch fish the first two hours because my stomach was rumbling, and like it was one of these that you know I I felt like if I could fart I'd be all right, but if I farted I might have been shitting in my britches. It was rough. It didn't go away till I caught my first fish, only fish, but it was a good one. It's, it's <laughs> big. It's a big one. But, um, yeah, when that happened and that adrenaline kicked in, you know, it settled everything down. I was good to go the rest of the day. But I was just curious because, you, you know, in, in the marsh, you don't have no trees to grab hold of and, you know, Dude. squat on or lean over. You know, I've, I've heard I've heard some stories of folks shitting out of their drive hole and yeah. trying to lean I'm, over the kayak and pooping out beside the kayak. I, I've only ever had to take a marsh dump once and luckily it was a day where i was throwing live bait so i had a bucket <laughs> so i just pulled up the yak threw the bait out and took shit in the bucket man and then went right, home something to sit on. Right so, so <laughs> you released all your bait and a couple brown trout here's a yeah. quick story that i can finally tell now that i'm out so i had this case and it was um we basically got a call that there's two people stuck in one of these back bay areas and it was low tide, but it was starting to rise up. It was only like a foot of water back there. And we sent it to the small boat station out and uh, the guy calls me up and he goes, yo, you're never going to believe this. Let me call you on your cell because I don't want this recorded. So he calls me on my cell. I step out of the space. He calls me on my cell and he says this, there's a woman who's around 520. 520 pound woman who is stuck in the marsh back there with her like 150 pound boyfriend. She had to take a shit and got out of the little John boat that they were in and instantly oh. sunk. <laughs> and now he couldn't get her out. And the tide is starting. It was low tide, but it's starting to shift to high. And unlike you, we have about a three to five foot swing on our tides. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's kind of fucked. At this yeah. point, uh, long story short, it took some work, but they eventually uh, they had one boy who was from Texas on our rescue crew, and he basically lassoed her up, and they used all the power of this jet boat to pull her out of the mud. <laughs> but uh, when they pulled her out, she obviously had to go real bad because it wasn't it was like mud, but then you could smell that it was also just shit had been like she had sunk into the mud and shit herself in the mud and it was all just trapped there for like two hours before they called the coast guard oh that's fucking terrible man hey, man what a what a fucking good job i had <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that was uh 
there's like video of it. Uh, I keep it on a burner phone, like this the old phone because I refuse to let that one out because he could have gotten in trouble. Um, it was one of the most magnificent days in my whole 20 year career. Was hearing I was about just this because I hear a lot of those saltwater guys talk more about shitting when they're fishing yeah. than freshwater guys. So I was just yeah. curious, you know, and and your brother for some reason is always shitting in the marsh. That's because we wrong got with him. We got fucking buckies, man. That's why. We got <laughs> <laughs> them every, breakfast, them breakfast burritos. Every, nearly every spot anybody fishes down on the coast, there is a buckies on the way, and they got the breakfast tacos, man. Mm. Breakfast the, the, tacos. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It, it, is that the place that does breakfast pizza too? No, fuck no. Don't you disrespect Texas like that. We don't do no breakfast <laughs> fucking pizza. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with he's you? In New, he's in New Jersey. He don't know better. They don't have tacos up there. Oh, dude, they don't have, have tacos. You would right. it, it would blow your mind how easy it is to get a taco or a breakfast taco around here man i like remember a taco the, i get but not a breakfast my, taco my uh my mother-in-law she's from alabama and she came mm-hmm. here the first time and she's like dude does every gas station just sell tacos and i'm like <laughs> yeah doesn't everywhere just have tacos at every gas station <laughs> i there wasn't a lot of things i enjoyed about this last year living in cali but uh i do miss the tacos fucking everywhere Whenever you want it, it was so amazing. The best taco joint we have here, it's super authentic. I believe it's pronounced, uh, and, and if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. I don't mean to offend anybody, but uh, the place we have here, again, super authentic, but it's called, uh, I believe to pronounce it as Taco Bell, and that's about as authentic <laughs> oh, as you're going to get shit. in my neighborhood. Yeah. Hey, oh. let me tell you a funny, interesting story about Taco Bell. They are, they are one of the most nutritious mm-hmm. and healthy fast, fast food, food restaurants. Joints. They they cut their sodium intake on their meat by like twenty percent over the last ten years. Also, their meat doesn't have antibiotics or anything like that. Like they, yep. they when when it comes down, if you were to go through and search it, you can find this on the internet. Taco Bell has some of the 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 healthiest fast foods you can get. Dude, out they don't there. they don't put enough meat on the fucking taco to give you any nutritional value. What are well, you talking about? It doesn't matter. They got rid of all the sodium. They don't use antibiotics, but what they do use is X-lax instantly built into it. So you shit your brains out. If anything, they need to find somebody like Jared was for Subway, where it's just some dude that has constant diarrhea and he talks about how he loses weight due to the Taco Bell diet. But minus minus the the child molesting. Correct. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, probably can't be having that. You're right. <laughs> y'all, y'all ever heard of a Taco Cabana? Uh-uh. Uh, that's the best fast food taco joint. Taco uh, Cabana. Is it like Sonic, except the people who deliver your food to your car are Cabana boys? No, it's it's like <laughs> it's like it's like Taco Bell, only real Mexican food. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. Uh up in Washington, we had a place called Taco Time. And for the longest time, even to the point where my first port call ever in the Coast Guard was in uh, PV, Mexico. And we ordered Mexican food, obviously, because we're in Mexico. And I was disappointed because taco time, that's where I had gone all the time as a kid. Uh, they would do tater tots where they would just put like taco seasoning on them. And I, <laughs> it came with every, every time you got tacos, it came with it like as a side. 
and I'm in Mexico, 18 years old, and I order tacos, and I'm like, where the fuck are my tater tots? And everybody <laughs> who I was sitting with was like, what did you just say, man, child? And I'm like, no, 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 like when you order Mexican food, you get tater tots with sauce on it. And they're like, no, you fucking don't. <laughs> you know what you get? You get chips and salsa. That's yeah, what you, that's what you're supposed to get at the Mexican restaurant. Or rice and beans, if you get it. That's, I mean, that makes sense. But uh, yeah. as a young, impressionable kid from Seattle, uh, we, we don't have the biggest Hispanic population up there. I thought every Mexican food uh, included uh, taco seasoned tater tots. Hey, speaking <laughs> of food that makes you go stinky. Yeah. Have y'all seen the Starbucks olive oil yeah dude drink. it's so funny have, have y'all seen the tiktok where the guy was like uh yeah people are pissed off because they're drinking starbucks with olive oil in it and they get the shits yep. he's like it's poop potion first of all it's caffeine which is already a diuretic yep. and then now they're putting you know four tablespoons of olive oil in there and you know i don't know have y'all have either of y'all ever taking pure mct oil I have no idea what the fuck that is. Okay, MCT oil is an oil extracted from the coconut, and it's like the most healthy oil you can get. So if you ever do a keto diet or anything like that, they talk about uh, MCT oil. Look, if, you, if you're if you stopped up or if you have a, a bowel problem, take a couple tablespoons of MCT oil, and I promise you it is better than anything you could ever get anywhere else. It'll <laughs> run, I mean, you know, it's like, I mean, it's like a, a reverse volcano. And when it hits the water, it's like a real volcano. So it's like a double volcano on the potty. This is terrible. terrible. I call those the, that's the Hershey squirts, bro. The Hershey squirts. I, I, I did see that, Paul, and I love that people are just shocked. They're like, I, I had olive oil in my coffee, and I had to, like, I almost shit my pants. Yeah, no shit. You had fucking olive oil in your fucking coffee. Are you an idiot? Starbucks is selling poop potion. I think it's great. Keep it up. Because I, I hope they just accelerate it more to where they're selling like Epicac dumped into your coffee with olive oil. So you're just blasting from both ends. Hey, what is one of the keys <laughs> to become YouTube or, or, or what is the what is one of the yep. keys that I have said to become viral fishing? Yeah, shit one your of pants. them is shit yourself. Shit, yep. shit your pants. That's, that's yep. one of the top three ways to become viral with fishing content. Is it's to four. Shit yourself. It's four. Okay. It was uh, catch big fish, hook yourself, hook somebody around you, or shit your pants. Yes. There you go. Nope. Dude, I still haven't figured out the the algorithm on TikTok and Facebook yep. and all these reels, man. Because I've got I've got reels that are like. I, f I make them and I feel like they're real badass. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. this is a good one. This, this is going to get some views, you know? And then I've got just some literally 15 second videos of me with some fish on a stringer next to the fucking kayak. Like, that's all I'm doing. The I'm just pulling fish next to me. Chris, I put I got out a video. 13,000 views. Hold on, I Alex. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Chris, I got two things. One, have you done. Have it, do any of your videos have one of the four things we just talked about in it? <laughs> no. And two, and two, spell algorithm. Oh, I, I, that's not happening. Then you don't need to worry about the fucking algorithm. That's so, fucking so here's the funny thing. I've put in a lot of work on some videos, right? And they don't go very far. But I just put out a video where I was helping. Shout out to uh, Chris, Fish Mama Chris on TikTok, where she was having an issue with her PDL drive. 
And all I did was demonstrate how I put my drive in and it got 80K. Like, it's Jesus. just me putting the drive yeah. down. It hit 80K. doesn't make sense. But here's something. I've been following this guy on TikTok, and he's one of those, like, social media gurus, but he's actually, like, not a douchebag. So he was describing specifically on TikTok is you've got to find out. you got to find a way to get your videos categorized. So you got to be really good with putting, like, text on the screen, your description, but you got to hit keywords, and you have to, like, say those keywords. Whatever the algorithm with TikTok is, it can register the words that you're saying on the video. So if you go through your videos on TikTok and start scrolling through your own videos and look at that top bar where it has a search bar, if it says find related content, it means you're not categorized. But if it says something like redfish fishing, it means that the algorithm recognizes that your video is about this. I'm going to send it to as many people who want to see redfish fishing. And I've noticed that when I try to make these videos kind of like for that, they're getting categorized more. And, and, and you got to give it like 15 videos of like you really working hard and, and they'll start categorizing your shit and you'll see a little bit more growth. To, all right, hey, Instagram, I, I have no fucking idea on Instagram. I, I just uh, came back to Instagram after a while and uh, I think it fucking sucks. Yeah. Hey, Chris, I, I'll tell you this. Alex does all this bullshit with his stuff. Yeah, and then I just make a TikTok of me starting my truck, and it gets yep. thousand views. Yeah, so, no, it, you know, you can you can take you can put a lot of time and effort into it, or you can just make the stupidest ten second video you could I ever think, think of, and people love it. I, I I think when when I first started doing social media, I, I definitely thought it was all about like let's try to get as big as possible, right? Um. I have realized over the time doing this and, and TikTok's really shown me it's better to build like a community of those folks. Maybe your video only gets 500, you know, 500 views on TikTok, right? But you've got 40 fucking comments from people yeah, yeah. who are supportive, especially for what we do because it's for the show. You know what I mean? Like that, that community is way more important to me than hitting a viral video you know, pissing everybody off because I said bass fishing or I didn't say it. Alex Rudd said bass fishing wasn't a sport yeah. <laughs> and that pissed everybody off. Um, I, I'd much rather have those other ones that get less views, but more engagement. Right. Because that's yeah. building true, a true. community around you. Like, like if you're doing it for yourself, that's building a community around you. That's it's better to have that because even if you get the viral videos, like most uh, a shit ton of people are going to see them, right? But a lot of that's they're not going to be like fishermen. They're going to be some fucking random yeah, yahoo yeah, right. that's on there, right? Like that's not going to follow you anyway, right? So or or even if they do, even if they do follow you, that's not the follow you want because they're not going to keep watching your videos. They're going to wait for that one where you you know poop in a bag and throw it at your brother. That's all they're <laughs> right, going to want. Right. <laughs> I mean, and, and honestly. Too. Honestly, if you did that, that's all I would expect from you at that point. Yeah, so, no, I that's mean, that's all I want to see. It <laughs> well, makes perfect sense what you're saying though, because I, I got one that I posted like day before, uh, a couple days ago on on TikTok, mm -hmm. and it's only got like 700 views, but I've got like 90 likes and yeah, six comments. You know, yeah, I and I, I think that's like I, I still always run like so. TikTok's a weird animal, right? Because we everybody wants to go viral. Me, honestly, I still run that like so. Like when I do YouTube, I'm looking for a, and I heard this a long time ago, right? And I, and I still think it holds true. I'm looking for a decent video on like, let's say YouTube, a decent video for me is I hit 10% of my subscribers. 
right? Like my views equal 10% because you're going to have bots and all this other bullshit, right? Like what, what do we have, Paul? Like 1,200 and whatever subscribers on YouTube, right? Don't ask me because yeah. that's under swamp rat fishing. You're right. That's yeah, under mine. So it to bass and bruise. <laughs> You're the only one making money off of that one. I'm not making any money off that one. We obviously know that. Um, but uh, all, tw all, all 12 of them views. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but so so I've got 1,200 people, right? So if I can get 10% of those folks to watch a video, that's a good video. And I almost think yeah. of the same way of that on, like, TikTok. If I can get 300, like, people who are actively watching the whole thing all the way through, give a like, maybe leave a comment. And I'm only hitting 10% of my sub. I I'm still okay with that because that's your active yeah. group. Because you are all these platforms, you're gonna have a shit ton of bots and fake fucking people. Like, dude, Instagram, like, my Instagram lately, bad. I've been getting like just follow after follow from just some bimbo, you know? Yeah, like it's like. Not hey, today, ISIS. What's your name? No, well, I, send the I told him, Mandy, uh, my wife, the other day. I'm like, listen, if you ever leave me, just so you know, uh, this lady thinks that because I catch big fish, <laughs> I've got a big wiener, because uh, that's what she DM'd me. Right. And I felt and I, really bad because the one that she was talking about. Well, the one that she was talking about it was a crappie. So I was like, oh man, at least your expectations are real, because uh, <laughs> it's gonna be. <laughs> No, hey, Chris, check Alex, out this bluegill. Chris, <laughs> yeah. Alex just gave you a series idea that I think could, could I change your social media. Mm, you and that? your brother fish a lot. Yeah. Just, you know, breaking each other off the first time, throwing a bag of shit at yeah. him at the ramp. Yeah. But then just yeah. carry it on and just start throwing shit at him and videotaping it <laughs> every, yeah. every, every morning before y'all go fishing. Just start you know throw something at him and videotape it and just yep. post it we've talked hey. about we've actually talked about just starting a, a youtube channel of just us just content that we pull mm -hmm. off of our the the b-roll shit that we pull yep. off of our gopros that's just me and him just talking shit to each other all day hey you dumb motherfucker get out of my way all that bullshit oh, that's <laughs> a great idea so speaking on that drew has told the story on this podcast about you losing the big oh, redfish that lost the tournament <laughs> so we have we have one side of we do. this we need so, to hear your side because he wasn't even around you but apparently you you fucked up is the way that he put it and yep. he told it was all you your not, fault he, yeah he told you not to fuck up tell us your side of this story we want to hear this that your side well um first of all i'm the only motherfucker that caught any fish so <laughs> let's start Let's start there. He they were not, my fish. Yeah, he, he did. did he he said that. Now he did. He prefaced it with that. He prefaced it that he didn't catch shit. Yeah, but yeah, dude, it was hindsight's twenty twenty, right? It was it was the most bonehead freaking move. Uh, we even if I would have let that fish die that day, <clears throat> we still would have won that tournament. We even with the penalty, we still would have won that tournament. Uh. Man, so the story goes, um, I catch this fish, throw him on the bow guy, weigh him. Uh, he's eight and a half, 8.7, something like that. He's a solid, solid tournament fish. I mean, fucking solid. And I put him in the well. Hey, some time out real quick. Uh, for, for these tournaments that you guys are doing weight, not length. So yeah, no. So all of all of our tournaments are we're we're live weigh in. So I okay. carry I carry a 
Plano box, a Plano Sportsman box that I've plumbed with a live well. That's what I got all gotcha. the DMZ Pro batteries back here for that power my live well and all that all, cool. all day. Uh, all right. So anyway, and, yes. And, 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 hold on. And how Go many ahead. fish? Two. Two fish. Two. Two fish. Okay. Yeah. It's, cool. it's a two fish, two fish weigh in. It's, some tournaments have rules that you immediately have to cull fish to. Others, you can carry three fish in your well because that's your legal limit. So you can carry three fish. Uh, it's some tournaments, some some you can't. But uh, anyway, so um, so yeah, man. So I, I catch this fish, and you know the the uh, the upper end of what we're trying to catch is you know eight and a half to nine and a half you might get a 10 pound fish but it's going to be a stocky son of a bitch so i mean this was a tournament stud uh fish and um you get this is the one that you killed no just no, shut no, up Alec, no, listen no. listen to this. he's getting it <laughs> so uh anyhow so i catch the fish i get him weighed um and i put him in the live well and the deal with our live weight tournaments is if your fish dies, you get a half pound penalty per fish. So if you bring in two fish, you're getting a one pound deduction off the bat. You bring in one dead fish, one live fish, you're getting a half pound off of, off of your total. Uh, so anyhow, I, I get him in the well, the live well, and the fish goes belly up, right? So I take him out and I put him back on my fish grips and stuff and I, I move them around in the water and whatnot and I get him revived and I put him back in the well and we keep fishing and it's 10, 15 minutes goes by. And, uh, I, I have a, I have this feeling, you know, my spidey senses are tingling like, man, there's something wrong with that fish back there. He's not moving. I don't hear any noise. Usually for like the first 10 minutes that I put a fish in the well, he's thrashing. Like he's trying to get the hell out of there. He's trying to break all the plumbing in the live well. He's, <laughs> he's, uh, he's mad. And, uh, <clears throat> anyway, so I stop and I pull up, look in the live well, and there he is, belly up. So I'm like, all right. <clears throat> I get him back out. And this, about the time that I take him out, my brother comes from around this point and he starts yelling, what the fuck are you doing, man? You know, put him back in the well, put him back in the well. You're, you're going to lose that fish. I'm like, dude, chill out. You know, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to revive the damn fish. Like I'm a grown ass man. Don't tell exactly. me what to do, motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Dude. Uh, uh, so I put him back in, get him revived. <clears throat> He's bitching at me the whole time. I put him back in the well and then we start fishing again. And the same shit happens. He flops up, belly up again. I take him out. Here comes Drew bitching. Well, finally, he leaves me alone. I'm like, dude, just shut the fuck up. You know, just get the fuck away from me. Go, go fish. Stop <laughs> messing with me. Let me worry about this fish. You go catch a fucking another one because you ain't caught shit all day. Leave me the fuck alone. Right. So uh, I, I take him out, and everybody knows those uh, those plastic. Right, here they are, right, right fucking here. These these fucking Look, guys. Look at this. These, these fucking pieces of shit right here that nope. will never go back on another one of my boats. I got a brand new pair that I won at a tournament and they're, they're hanging in my damn garage <laughs> anyway. So, um, uh, <clears throat> I take him back out of the well again, man. And the, my, instead of holding on to the handles together, like I was doing before, for some reason, my dumbass grabbed the, you know, the little ball at the mm -hmm. end of the, of the bungee. I grabbed that 
and I kind of let him go out a little further away from me so that I could get a little bit more length on how I was swirling him around in the water. And sure as shit, dude, that fish kicked. And it was like a fucking dude. Drew makes fun of me, but I swear it was like a damn alligator, bro. <laughs> that tail came around to the front and just slapped that fucking fish grip. Fish grip comes off, and then all the, the MFers start flying. And Drew's like, what happened? I'm like, I lost a fucking fish. Like, what do you mean you lost the fish? I'm like, I lost the fish. Uh, it, was a, it was a bad day, bro. It was a tough day, like I say. And then I proceeded after that to catch another eight-and-a-half-pound fish that if I would have had those two fish, even if they were both dead, I would have, we would have won that tournament that day. I think we weighed an eight, that, that other one that I caught, and then like a six that day. Uh, and we ended up in like sixth or seventh, maybe. It was, <laughs> it, it was a bad deal, man. I, I, all right. That's so I'm really a change. That's a chunk of change you lost. Oh, yeah. So I'm really listening to your, your professional brother. <laughs> I, I, I think that's a cool format with the, so it, it's a team tournament, obviously, right? Uh -huh. and it's it's two fish a person or, or just two for the it's team a, a two fish stringer for the team that's that's really interesting because i feel like that makes things very close you know what i mean like when you start doing like uh like a five fish limit like basses right i don't yeah. fish tournaments that's all uh paul paul right yeah but but i feel like uh like that can get out of hand really quick right right like, right but i feel like you know you're even if you got a six right you, you pop a, a nine all of a sudden you're fucking right up there and like oh super, yeah yeah it, that it, seems really exciting i like that on the on the on the tournament scene down here where we fish if you can pull 12 and a half pounds out of the marsh you'll, you'll get up there in the top you'll be in the top 10 for sure now last year this time of year man we had low weights i mean we yeah. we had 12 13 pound winning bags weighed in uh last year this time and this year man i don't know what the hell happened this year but our first grs tournament the the guys who won it they won it with like 16.9 holy shit uh and there's a guy a guy that weighed in in the boat division with a 10 pound fish and that's that's super rare yeah. uh not only was it a 10 pound fish but it was a 27 inch fish which makes it even more rare that yeah. that fish is going to be able to grow another inch and possibly another couple of pounds and somebody can catch that right? thing and bring it into bring I'm it telling you, redfish are just big fucking dumb bass <laughs> that are so, gold right, i have i have a question about this in on, on the north carolina coast i got some buddies that go out and they catch these bull reds uh -huh. are those the same as what you're catching in the marsh what's what like because they look these bull reds look bigger <laughs> and huge. they look like they're kind of offshore what where's what's where, what's the difference in in catching the bull reds and then catching the ones in the marsh is there a difference like because those bull reds look way bigger than 27 inches they're they're the same fish man uh when when red redfish are in the marsh for the first couple of years of their life and then when they get up to maturity they go offshore uh and the behaviors are different in different areas though too right so like we don't have we have a lot of barrier islands and stuff like that so we don't get a whole lot of really big fish in our marshes mm -hmm. uh during the fall <clears throat> and the winter we'll get some you know 34 inch fish i've caught some 33s 34s 35s in the marsh 
but you go to somewhere like Louisiana that doesn't have all those big barrier islands and all that stuff between the Gulf and the marsh. And it's like that, like you're talking about, they catch, you know, giant bull reds yeah. in, in the marsh. I can't speak anything on the Carolinas. I have, I've done zero research on, on what's going on up there. Do those redfish, do they spawn in that brackish water or are they salt water only? Don't give me a line about where they're spawning. Now I can tell you that you can <laughs> catch them. You can do, uh, I actually I took a screenshot from some uh, random like Houston urban fishing group or some yeah. shit that I'm in, and uh, I, I sent a screenshot to my brother that somebody had caught. Uh, I think it was like right at 16 pounds, two fish, like 16 pounds in like downtown freaking Houston. These mm. fish had worked their way all the way up okay. the bayou into Houston. Um, crazy story when I was a kid, man. Um, we uh we, we grew up down on the coast and uh where we lived at in Matagorda is where the Colorado River dumps out into the Gulf. Town we lived right along it. There's a dam in town and the red be so thick sometimes, man. You could go take a uh rig up a, a snag rig if you've ever illegal shit like i've done yep. <laughs> take a take a, a big pyramid weight and take some yep. treble hooks and tie them straight to the line no loop no yep. nothing um it's actually legal to snag I, yeah I so, so so that's the only way you can catch spawning salmon in alaska and it's completely illegal or completely legal as long as you hit them from their legal. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their, legal as long as you hit them from their fins forward so you gotta snag them in the fucking face that's also yeah, how yeah. some bass anglers make their um big fish content is from snagging yeah, yeah mike yeah, log yeah. That, props but you, that's big a, guy that's essentially what we used to do man the fish the fish would run up uh real thick all the way up to that dam man you could sit there and snag them all day long so they so they seem like yeah, they, they probably, so like in New Jersey, we have striper, right? Everybody loves striper fishing up here. And that's like the big thing, these uh, saltwater striper, but they'll, they'll push all the way up into the tidal rivers to do their, their fucking business. And then they'll flood out and you'll get some cows that come up that are like, this year has been a good year. I've seen on social media and dudes around me that are just catching like like 45 pound fucking striper in like five feet of water. It's fucking insane. Hey, Chris, I have a question. Y'all, y'all have the live weigh-ins. Is it catch and release or do you take the fish home and eat them? After yeah, they the make tournament? a Bucky's fucking taco. <laughs> they sell them to Bucky's and then get that. <laughs> and the other question that I have. Hold on. Is, did we lose Chris? Chris, you still there? All right. Uh oh, he froze. He froze. Am I back? Just froze. There oh, you go. There. there you go. Yep. All right. Did Hold you on. hear my question? The first question I'm I had. Back. Yep, you good. Did you hear the first question I had? I did not. I did not. Last. Okay. Last I heard right, was so Alex was talking about striper. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, strippers, <laughs> but he calls them stripers. Um. He's got that extra PP. Yeah, four hundred and fifty pounders. <laughs> anyway, the my question is your your live weigh in. Do y'all 
is it catch and release or do y'all take them bastards home and shove some lemons up their assholes and eat them? And then the second Man, part of this question is I know that I've, I've seen people talk about using the fish grips or, you know, you got some other fish grips are smaller that work, but anyway, about people will hook them on the fish grips and let them and they'll drag them around on their kayak in the water connected to the kayak. So there's, two different questions but start off first yeah. with the what do y'all do with the fish solid the solid hosting paul way to give him two questions in two different avenues Real well, good i gotta job. get the motherfuckers in now before you interrupt me when i want to ask my other questions and then i forget you know what you say something funny you know alex is out of here so i'm gonna kick him out he went to go tinkle don't worry all right so first question so, what do y'all do with the fish is it catch and release or do y'all keep them and eat them 90% of them are get get released. We uh we we try to keep ours alive uh by using our live well. I take it a step further. Now <clears throat> a lot of guys what they'll do is they'll take a a, a tournament stringer is what we call it, but it's a, basically a tournament a, a stringer and it's just got a couple of drops that Y out on the end depending on you can get them in three drops or five drops or whatever. Um I don't like dragging my fish around man not that i'm this big like conservationist or you know hippie or anything but i i just don't like dragging them around i don't like losing points i'm competitive like I, if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it all the way so i i carry my live well man and we try to we try to release them uh last tournament unfortunately uh the fish didn't make it mm. uh we stood in line at the weigh-in for like 20 minutes and we didn't really have much water in our bag uh so they were alive when they got weighed but by the time we got done taking pictures of uh, and everything you know they were uh unfortunately they were no longer uh with us <laughs> but just take them home and grill them up oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah man we uh once Red if he fish, said no, once, on half show. once if he said no, he's like, no, nah, I threw him in the fucking trash. And shit <laughs> yeah, on my brother's no. truck. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Imagine how outraged the fishing community would have been if he was like, no, nah, I just, I fucking used him as fertilizer and then called it good. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we, man, we do our best. You know, like I say, I would say a good 90% of the fish that are weighed in between the boat and the kayak division get get released and then i would say that five percent of the remaining ten percent are guys that are just like fuck this i'm taking this home this dinner tonight i work my, you know what i mean dude it's something so funny with saltwater anglers there's such a difference between like i don't know especially here like every saltwater angler i know fucking as long as it's legal they, they're gonna fucking keep it and eat it yeah. It, yeah, you know what I mean. Well, that's like, that's part of what's wrong with with the bass population in America now is stunted. Is and I related it. I related to wildland firefighting. There you go, handbone. There's oh, my wildland firefighting dig in here. Wildland <laughs> firefighting. Oh God. Go ahead. Let's hear it, Paul. Let's hear so about he, how you here's were the relation. And since the fifties. We have suppressed wildland fires so efficiently in America. That's why we get these huge wildfires because yeah. you know the the undergrowth isn't being burnt right same thing with fishing we've got all these bass anglers that is catch and release catch and release catch and release that people don't keep any of the bass anymore so you don't and you know you, you don't have these fish coming out of the lake 
and so is they're overpopulated. And it, I mean, scientific facts. I don't know where the fuck. I don't have anything to say <laughs> where you can find it. Just go Google that shit. But it's out there. And that's the thing. Keep and eat the motherfucking fish. I mean, I told y'all before the eight pounders with eggs in them are oh, the best the ones to fry. I'm just kidding. Worst. Don't eat yeah. those. But those, no. you know, 10 to 14 inches, depending on where you are, 14 inches might not be one you keep. But in general, keeping those 10 to 14 inches are really good eating fish. You can fillet them out. You can fry them whole. It don't matter. But, yep. yeah, I mean, that's a that's a difference in the saltwater side that I have seen. It's one of the reasons why I ask the question is keeping the fish and eating them versus throwing them back. Where bass anglers, if, they, if you come up with Joe five fish on a stringer, and you flop them into the cooler at the boat ramp. People are like looking at you like, "Is what people what, are gonna lose their minds?" This motherfucker. Yeah, they're like, "This, sir, are those bass?" Yep, they sure are. You know, I'm like, "What are you doing with them?" Well, I'm gonna take them home, and eat the hell out of them. No, like, "Oh my god, you don't throw them back, right?" But fry them up, dude. But, but if you say that on the other end, right, like the other end on the saltwater side, like you show up at the marina, you pull in. And somebody's like, how was your day? You're like, oh, man, I fucking slammed him. I caught about 20. And they're like, let me see your cooler. And you're like, well, I got nothing in there. They're like, bullshit. You didn't catch shit. <laughs> but, but I love how it's right. opportunity. Uh, I love how it's opportunistic on the saltwater side. I remember I, I went out. Shout out to a uh, good family friend, Tommy Hines. He's going through some health issues. Uh, but he listens to the show. So, Tommy, hope we uh, head out there soon. But uh, we went out. And we were, we, we were trying to get on, uh, there's a wreck offshore and he has like this little boat and we, we try to head out and, uh, we're going for sea bass, uh, Atlantic sea bass. Right. And we, we ended up sleep bass. Exactly. <laughs> and we ended up, uh, said them gators all on her. Good guy. All their teeth and no toothbrush. We ended up going out and we couldn't get out there cause it got too rough and his boat was too small and we were getting the shit kicked out of us. Nope. Nobody Just gives a shit about it. Nope. We didn't like it. We didn't like it. <laughs> Because I'm trying to tell a fucking story, and we we ended up pushing back, and we were gonna try to find fluke, and what we did find was fucking uh, blowfish, like the Atlantic blowfish, and we sat there for two hours and filled a fucking cooler full of fucking blowfish, and Aren't we ate those them. The ones that if you don't clean them, or... no, not the Atlantic. That's a one. puffer. You're, That's you're a puffer. About puffer. Yep. Yeah. The Atlantic ones are delicious. They taste like fucking chicken. And once you gut them all out, they look like giant shrimp prawns of chicken meat. They are yeah. fucking awesome. I, if, I think I'm said, if I'm fun fishing, man, yeah. if it's under 24 inches, I'm keeping that bitch. Mm, if it's can. under 24, I'm keeping it. And if you better believe if I catch a trout, I'm making tacos. If I <laughs> catch a flounder, I'm stuffing that bitch. Like, yeah. there's, there's, no, uh, there's no throwing anything back unless it's a how uh five and a half pound redfish and over that's that's the only thing that gets any grace from me <laughs> how uh how big do your flounder get not too big man not yeah. too big um the the they, they have a pretty big um i can't think what is it uh, uh who's your flatty daddy uh tournament down here and it's a big big tournament they i, I want to say they have thirty thousand dollars in prizes yeah. every year i mean it's pretty pretty damn big mm-hmm. um but usually the fi- fish that win that tournament eh, nine pound 10 pound oh, okay. 11 yeah. there's some pretty decent decent size you know decent decent size we Not have as- uh up here we have the duke of fluke tournament is what it's called 
and uh, that's rough. I mean, that's like fifteen to sixteen is is what, what is you it, do to get money. Is it D double O K or is it no. D U K E? D U K E, the Duke, <laughs> the Duke. <laughs> not the uh, not the Duke. You, you know what's funny is, and I'm, I I don't even know if our listeners like this, but I as we're going through this, I always have to think about how I'm going to like title this uh, episode. We know and, you talk about it every episode. Yeah, like you're special. No, I, I don't think it's special. I just like to include people on the stream of thought, and I have a podcast, so why shouldn't I? <laughs> Again, I, th I think you're way too sassy. I'm going to roll back to uh, one hour and 18 minutes ago uh, on your fucking sassiness tonight, Paul. Like, it's too much. Hey, Chris. It's, it's too much. You go. You take some last. Don't ignore out. me. Hold on. Stop. Don't ignore me, oh, Paul. Are you? Don't, you're not done? You're no, not I'm done? not done. Why are you so fucking sassy tonight? Got him. Hey. Chris, you go. You take you take a bunch of, of scrimps out there, and you fish them with scrimp. At the end of the day, the leftover scrimp, do you take home and make tacos with it? Do you eat the baked shrimp? Hell yeah! If it's live, if I'm if if, if it's if I get live shrimp, yeah, hell yeah. How you There's get no live way. shrimp? You got there cast nothing? No, I'd go to the damn bait shop. I ain't. Hold up, you I ain't got throwing live shrimp in the bait shop. Yeah. How much live. that shit a pound? How much? Is it cheaper to buy live <laughs> shrimp at the bait shop to go home store. and cook than it is to go buy frozen thawed shrimp? No, okay. no, it's 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 more expensive, and it's not sold by the pound; it's sold by the quart. So <laughs> they they have a net, right? And it's a cup that's a quart size cup that has a yeah. bunch of holes drilled in it, and they scoop up your shrimp, fill up that, and that's that's okay. quart. Yeah, yeah, you but is that I'm... cheaper? Is that cheaper than getting shrimp from the grocery store? He just like, like, no, 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 no. I mean, not frozen. Like, they ain't no you know I mean? shrimp in the grocery store, motherfucker. Well, I know they're dead, dipshit. I'm just saying, not frozen. You have yeah, a, a, quart, a fucking fishmonger who's sitting there snow. selling. Okay. I haven't bought live shrimp in probably two years, but like, a, I, I want to say a quarter of live shrimp is like 12 bucks, and that might be a quarter of a pound of shrimp. You know what wow, I mean? It's, it's only right like, right. like 30, 20, 30 little. Depending on the size they have that yeah. day, it's not very hey, much. It sounds like you don't want to pick that shrimp cup up to take your morning poop in. And it got a bunch of holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so no. so so if you're not throwing shrimp, let, let's say somebody first time red fishing ever, mm -hmm. what should they be throwing? Uh, first time, I'd say uh, I I probably put them on a popping court, popping okay. court. Um, a, a four horseman popping court with a eighth ounce jig head and a gulp shrimp hanging off the bottom of it. Real simple, very easy to do. Uh, it's like ringing a dinner bell to the redfish. It almost doesn't make sense to be perfectly honest with you. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> so we're, like I say, we're fishing in, in, in 18 inches, two foot of freaking water. Right. So you would think you're throwing this bright ass i mean here look i got one right here these bright ass oh man back up you ugly fluorescent corks right and they're yeah. hanging right above these fish's head and you're yanking on them and pulling on them and making all this noise and they still eat the shit so yeah. I, I guess you could big, say they are big dumb, dumb bass big, big dumb bass <laughs> big, <laughs> it sounds like bass. a whopper plopper to me um all right, <laughs> right. so so popping cork so you start out with that what's the mm -hmm. next what's the next rig after that uh, 
your everyday paddle tail paddle tails just just throwing paddle tails swim baits uh depending on the area whether it's you know a grassy marsh or a sandy marsh muddy marsh depending on what area you're in uh wake baits is another good one wake yeah. baits is a, su a super good one easy bait to throw doesn't take a lot of skill throw it out reel it in get it in front of a fish and it's going to get smashed uh yeah i'm paddle tails top you know you could go top water if you're efficient if you're let's say that you if it, if this theoretical person here is a bass fisherman or has mm -hmm. done some other sort of fisherman or other sort of fishing uh different species or whatever a lot of the techniques will will transfer right over you know like a I mean? spook or something like that ripped across yeah. the top will work okay yep yep super spook spook juniors uh the uh berkeley hijackers jaywalkers you know just any bass bait man change the hooks out get some 3x hooks and you got a redfish bait mm -hmm. just ch same chatter baits i mean every i heard, every I, I heard bait, about chatter baits working yeah, yeah, chat. Yeah. I, I will tell you though, man, I haven't caught shit on chatterbait. <laughs> I haven't caught jack shit on a chatterbait. My brother hammers them on a chatterbait. I haven't, I don't have any confidence in it. Yeah, just, I, the, rod, uh, just the rod he's using. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've got five of them motherfuckers behind me. <laughs> are you, are, are you throwing on primarily spinning gear? Do you have casting gear? What, what is your primary setup when it comes to rod and reel? For me, for me, the only spinning gear that I have is my popping cork rod. That's mm. strictly just for throwing a popping cork. I don't do anything else with that rod. Uh, it's it's a big. It's it's. I think it's a seven foot three, uh, medium heavy, uh, and that's all. The only spinning gear that I'll throw. The rest of my stuff, I'm throwing all all bait caster, low profile stuff. Mm. Uh, I'm actually throwing bass reels, man. I'm throwing yep. the uh, Abu Garcia Xenons, the Xenon Xs. Big I've got, money. Yeah, I've, I've got three of the Xenon Xs. Luckily, I'm uh, I'm on the, the, the Pure Fishing Select Angler team. Oh, like, another hey. All right, we get it. We told you. You stole the pussy in the beginning. Now we're getting towards the end. You're just trying to mop up what's left. I get you. Hey, man. It's all about who you know, bro. It's all about who you know. You, <laughs> you know, know I, mean? I figured since we know you, we, you know, you sent it our way, but uh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah. yeah, yeah. gotta what? come down, y'all gotta come down here and I'll introduce you to Danny. And then mm. then then maybe we'll get you on the get you on the team. Listen, we, I think that's we, we all good advice. A, we all need to to make a trip somewhere yeah, and meet together. Do. That is a fishing trip. Yeah. On the setup, are you throwing all braid are you throwing fluoro does it matter is it i mean what does it look like on the line so the areas that i fish are typically pretty dirty water i don't fish a lot of clear water so i'm throwing straight braid a 30 pound braid on all my rigs uh e even my spinner uh, that's got 30 pound braid on it just because like my brother i'm cheap and i'm not buying different line for that son of a bitch so Perfect. i gotta I, I buy the three thousand yard spools uh from uh pure fishing and that goes on everything uh and then as far as as leaders like i say everywhere i fish is it, it's pretty muddy so there's not i don't fish a lot of clear water so i don't throw any leaders other than on my popping cork I, obviously because i have to have one on there but i don't yeah. throw leaders at all i am straight straight to braid no leader no swivel no no fluff no bullshit just just Perfect. straight on and, and horsing them in mm, yeah 
which is all fantastic advice because as you were talking i i i googled uh best way to catch a redfish and do you know what the number one answer was i'm not even shitting you do you know what it was no it said Damiki rig or yeah, i'm sorry su- no no not Damiki. Uh, so, sabiki sub- rig and i'm like that's rig? sub yeah that's not for fucking redfish dog that's for <laughs> Isn't that so, like a, isn't that like you a gotta scroll, rig or something? Alex, you got to scroll down past the sponsored content. No, no, no. No, real no, no. That was not sponsored content. It said best way to catch redfish in North Carolina at that much. It said a sabiki rig. That's the rig hey, you use to catch look, bait. Some get, people some get people look the Bassmaster website looking at how to catch redfish <laughs> and go to the damn saltwater website. Right. We we've got a we've got a lot of redfish uh, and, and coastal snobs down here that look down on people for throwing gulps, and I don't understand it. It's it's the weirdest shit I've ever seen. Like, why wouldn't you use the best fucking bait there is to I, catch saltwater fish? The scientifically proven bait to catch you know, more fish. <laughs> like, you know, it's funny, and I'm definitely guilty of it, right? But like, so the science is there in gulp on the saltwater side but how come that science hasn't pushed to the bass side because it has it has dude i know but it's not as popular because literally like you talk to any guy in jersey fishing for flounder or for striper they're throwing throwing gulp fucking gulp it's gulp that's all you fucking need you need a, a bottom rig a high low rig and maybe a fish finder rig but every single fucking time it's tipped with gulp like you have gulp every time even a bucktail a bucktail jig is still fished with a gulp on the back end of it hey do you want to know my why my this is my answer yeah to why in in this what i'm gonna encompass it first and tell me if i'm right or wrong we're saying that like one or two little things in saltwater fishing is what people rely on yeah and then in bass fishing we have hundreds of thousands of things right am i right in that assumption what you're saying alex Absolutely. And here's why. Because saltwater anglers are smart (laughs) and bass anglers are fucking stupid. Yeah. No, no. I mean, bass anglers are more apt to because there's uh, probably more money because saltwater too, like somehow in freshwater fishing, it's so uh, uh, taboo to, or uh, you you can't use live bait, right? Or or any kind of cut bait, right? And that's definitely a thing in saltwater. Because nobody gives a fuck. You're just trying to catch some fucking giant from the deep. So throw a fish head <laughs> on that fucking hook and chuck it the fuck out there, right? You can't do that in bass fishing. So it made it so everything had to be artificial that you had to buy. So why not explode that market with it? Well, That's- the salt the salt water is not as well known in the public as freshwater fishing, bass fishing, if we're going to talk about That's like true. the tournament side. Yep. But the saltwater side for the most part, drives a majority of sales in fishing. Probably, yeah. They, I mean, it's I more mean, expensive. So You said you the saltwater side? Yeah. Drives yeah, more sales? I, and I, I could be completely wrong. Somebody fact-checked me on this, but I remember oh, they will. Duke talking about it at some point on a podcast talking about how, you know, nobody ever yeah. really talks about the bass, I mean, the saltwater side of fishing, but... Uh, the saltwater side of fishing is is like half or more yeah. in revenue you, than bass fishing. If if you think about full revenue, right? So one boats, 
you buy a boat to do uh to go fish on a lake that's going to be a lot cheaper than a boat to any boat that you're doing salt water in right like you're going to get more revenue that way then you've got these like tuna boats these guys that run for tuna and now they've got like four fucking mercs on the back of their fucking 180 or not even that you know what i mean expensive ass boat like it is it is definitely more expensive and then just gas in general you're gonna burn more saltwater fishing is way more expensive that way unless you're kayak fishing it's totally a different thing i, I think story. That, I, I feel like the data would show you that it's more dollar amount in the salt water, but more products sold yes. in the freshwater. Yes, 100%. freshwater fishing yeah. boat. I mean, yeah. Look, you know, let's say let's take let's take twenty years ago, the late nineties, early two thousands. There weren't, there weren't probably a quarter of the shit, half of the shit that's out now. Yeah, didn't exist. I mean, you yeah. know, you used to go into Bass Pro Shops and. And it was it was the big names. It was Strike King, Berkeley, Zoom. That was pretty much it. Bass Pro yeah. had their little thing. I mean, it was. And now, not only do you have tons of different brands to buy, but you have all these folks, all these small time lure makers who yeah. are doing shit that are regional and locally mm -hmm. based. Mm -hmm. You know, we we've had a few on this podcast. Absolutely. And so there's just a lot more to choose from on the bass side and then that get, but that goes down to bass anglers just buy a lot of shit <laughs> i haven't i've hardly bought shit this year from a lure perspective because i i'm looking at yeah, all the too. shit that i've got now and i'm like god damn i haven't used this and i haven't used this i'm like i'm not gonna i, I don't need to buy anything i need to buy hooks weights and line yeah. Like when it comes to lures, yeah. I mean, when it comes to lures and shit, I mean, that's just what I bought yeah, in 2023. <laughs> yeah. None of it's out of the package. <laughs> when I tournament fish, man, I'm I can fit everything that I need in two of the tubs. I I, I take two tubs of the gulp, yep. one of the paddle tails, one of shrimp. And then I take a box of hard baits and a box of terminal tackle. That's all I take with me. Super thank God simple. we thank God we have a a good guest on tonight because he le he's leading into one of the things that I wanted to ask about. When I go bass fishing, I have eight, nine, eleven rods. You know, I've got I've got I've got shit stored in in boxes in my H crate under the seat. You know, my all my soft plastics are floating around in the boat when the water comes up. Y'all go out there with two or three rods and would you say two little tubs of shit to fish? Man, like you ain't I taking do. a bunch of shit out there. Man, dude, there there there's guys that take all sorts of shit. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But I, I I used to say that I if I got a bunch of rods, I don't know what the fuck's going on. But if mm -hmm. I got two rods and two baits tied on. I know what the hell's going on, and I'm gonna fuck them up. You know what I mean? Well, I, I feel like you just covered it, right? You said you got, uh, you've got uh, the popping cork, you yep. got some kind of top water, maybe, and a swim bait. You could probably be effective with all three, right? And I think we probably all could be yep. effective with some kind of version of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I carry I carry four rods, so my fourth is another medium medium light rod with mm -hmm. with some sort of some variation of shrimp. Some sort of a shrimp bait. Well, with bass fishing, when bass fishing, on to Alex's point, the fish are going to be shallow 
deep or somewhere in between. So if you have a lure that's shallow that covers deep and somewhere in between, you should be all right. Hey, you be all right with three, but but I've got yeah. fucking six rods every time, and I only use one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I go fishing. I throw every rod I take at least once. Yeah. If it's you know just just for shits and giggles to make myself feel better. I should try that more self. often. I, I throw paddle till like ninety percent of the time. Ninety mm. percent of the time, I I only pick up one rod. Unless it, if conditions change midday, then I'll start reaching behind me and grabbing, mm. grabbing something else. If it gets windy, I'll grab the popping cork, start throwing the popping cork. If it, if it dies, I'll start throwing a, a wake bait or top water or something, something to ring the old dinner bell. Hey, Chris, I got a question for you because I, I haven't been able to find it, but I, I think I saw this somewhere. Uh-oh. Listener of the show, big fan, probably talks the most shit out of any fan that <laughs> Here I know. We go. Um, and, and I love him. I've never met him and, mm-hmm. and I love him, but did, didn't our buddy William Shaw do a little winning last week or the week before? No, no. William got his ass kicked. That, I swear <laughs> this some bitch said he won something and I congratulated him. He's playing me. William no. Shaw, you asshole. It- William Shaw won one dead ass last. If you didn't want anything, hey, there's. I love look, talking shit with that guy, man. Look, William, William's a good dude. William texts me out of the blue at almost every episode with some dumb shit that he, yeah. you know, talking shit. I love it. It's great. Well, this some bitch played me because I swear to God he posted on something. It might have been the the bro staff or something. That he won or somebody I don't know. No, I thought he dude, won he something. Was, he ain't win. he was talking shit to me. I think <laughs> I think what you're talking about was him talking shit to me because I posted uh, I posted a video of my new live well setup and the fucker comments and goes all that work just to lose, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so so check it out. I get to we we get to the weigh in at the tournament, right? <laughs> And we weigh our fish, and I go up to him. I'm like, hey, man, how'd y'all do? And he's like, oh, man, we, we skunked. I didn't catch shit. And I'm like, oh, yeah? All that work just to lose, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Fucking> asshole. <laughs> yes. Damn. I thought I thought we was about to give him some props or win nope. or something. Man, he doesn't nope. cap. Nope. This we... man, what is, what is the equivalent of a saltwater catfish? I know there are saltwater catfish, and they're catfish. nasty, slimy, because I caught Toad, them down or, in Florida. Uh, uh, do you guys have uh, oyster fish? Yeah, I think what I think so. I think yeah. we're, we're thinking of the same fish, but I think we call it something different. I think that might be what people down here call a dogfish for some reason, but it's not a dogfish. It's like the, you're talking about the ugly ass, like brown and tan. Yeah, oyster yeah. Fish. yeah, yeah. But yeah, but, yeah. All, but but also dogfish up up here in New Jersey. If you're fishing yeah. saltwater. You get a fucking spiny dogfish. That's the same thing as getting a fucking catfish in a bass tournament. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. fuck those dogfish. Yeah, hey, we don't. Chris, Chris. Last thing before we get into the most important part of this podcast, tell us about the Zepo batteries because you've been with them for a while, and I know they've made a huge push here recently uh, with with fresh and saltwater anglers. And I know you've been with them a long time. So you know, tell us about that battery real quick and how, how what it's done for you and how you like it. Yeah, I mean, uh, even more than the batteries, man, I, I like the dude that owns the company, right? Michael, he's a he's a real genuine guy, right? So I I, I originally reached out to Z Pro just to ask some questions about like 
if I'm running this many amps for this long, yada, 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 what size battery do I need? And uh, me and Michael just kind of, you know, he would answer my questions and then, but not try to sell me anything. You know what I mean? He was just a genuine guy, just trying to, trying to help me out. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I just, I, I, I developed a relationship with Michael and started using the batteries um the 100 amp hour is what i use on my autopilot and i can't kill it dude i've tried to kill that thing man i have literally i mean the strongest current you can find towing buddies around the very first time that i took it out i told david who is the uh the team lead for z pro i said uh i said all right man i'm gonna kill this thing he's like are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to hammer this thing all day long. I'm going to run this bitch on 10 all day and I'm dragging around. I'm, I'm driving through the mud, chopping shit up. And, uh, man, they've performed great for me, performed really well for me. I run, like I say, I run my autopilot on one. Uh, I run the, the 50 amp hour, which is right there above my thumb. That's what I run on my pedal drive boat. And that runs my, fish finder which i only use for gps i'm not finding any fish in two feet of water uh, it, it's simply for gps and, and water temperature but i run off the 50 amp hour i'm able to run my live well from the time i put it in the water and load it up to all the way till after the weigh-in on that Damn. 50 amp hour battery and it's also running my spotlight i've got a spotlight up on the front of that boat uh it's just a, a KC light basically mm-hmm. that I just bolted onto the front of the damn thing. Uh, run and that red, off of that it. Redneck light. That's right. That's right. And then <laughs> the, um, my, uh, I've got a redneck, uh, 360 light as well that I'm, <laughs> that I've made out of uh, PVC and shit. Of course. Uh, and you then I, dude, you can take and a pro tip here. You can take a half inch CPVC and a 1156 bulb socket, which is a reverse light, and buy the uh, the xenon reverse light bulbs and throw it in that piece of PVC, and that is the brightest 360 light that you have ever seen in your life. That nobody you, needs. That nobody needs. <laughs> hey, can you draw us a diagram of what that looks like real quick? Of what? The light? light? It's right behind me. <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> So, so light, no, he can't. No, no, I can't. I can't. Listen, draw you I've heard that those. Anything. I've heard those Z Pro batteries are so good that they're gonna power all of C Cow towing when I start towing uh, <laughs> fat ladies. Out, so. Yeah, they're they're great batteries, man. I, like I say, I I've been running them for a while, haven't had any issues whatsoever. Nothing to complain about. No warranty issues. N- nothing, man. It's been a been a great product for me so far. I know there's a lot of uh, a lot, uh, there is some shit talk out there, and and I'll I'll, I'll address it. You know, there there is some shit talk out there that uh, you know, Z pros like Wu Tungsten and all this stuff. <laughs> you know, all these all these comparisons. But man, I'm telling y'all, dude, yeah. anybody that talks shit, they've never met Michael. You know, they yeah. they've never had a conversation with the guy, somebody that really cares about the technology that's going into his shit. You know, yeah. that that's one of my things with with being on the pure fishing team. I, I was a Shimano oh, oh, guy for a long time. Plug. Look at that. Look at that. No, I'm just I, I, I'm making the comparison here of like 
you know, <laughs> Dakota Lithium is not going to come shake my fucking hand. You know what Correct. I mean? Dakota, nobody from Dakota Lithium's ever uh, hit me up on Easter and said, happy Easter, man. You mm, know, yeah. nobody, nobody from Shimano's ever come and shook my hand in a tournament and said, Hey man, wait, way to get them today. You know? So that that's why I, I ride with the companies that I ride with, you know, uh, I'm not just some, some fanboy. you know what I mean? Just, mm-hmm. just hopping on the bandwagon. You know, yep. I, I had a relationship with this dude before I ever even had a battery in my hands. You know, he was, you know, we developed a friendship. So nice. Well, well hey, did you ever of- find your trailer? No, nope. Still haven't found the trailer, but I finally talked the insurance company into, uh, to covering it and got another one. Nice. Damn trailer hey. thieves. So start speaking, taking the wheels off. So speaking gonna, of, uh, <laughs> so speaking of, blah, blah, blah. Uh, before we get to the Alex about the to world, mute your ass. Before we get, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Before we get to the famous shotgun round, uh, anybody else you'd like to uh, to speak about? Because as everybody knows, this is going to either. Uh, elevate you to the greatest heights of uh internet fishing fame or uh sink you into the dark waters (laughs) so um i ride for um fishing tackle unlimited is my uh my retail sponsor riding for the i'm representing old town for them uh zpro lithium again pure fishing um if if anybody from yak attack is listening uh don't listen to all the customer Oh shit! He froze. He froze. <laughs> he froze. Yak attack. Listen, I'm gonna take the time. Sponsor us. Fuck this guy. Sponsor us. He's frozen. We don't ever so freeze. Sc- what the Look, fuck? He, he froze. He is froze. Froze too. Oh no! Oh, man. oh he's froze. Shit! Hey, do I? While he's froze, Alex. <laughs> while he's froze. Yeah. Are Are you fishing this weekend? Uh, I'm fishing tomorrow, actually. Yeah. Look at you get to have three days off. Oh shit! Listen, he just texted me and said lost power. He's <laughs> he, so he, we'll wasn't, let... he wasn't powering his garage off Zpro. I, um, I know shit. See, that's what happens when he when he puts his damn shit. Oh my god, he really did he, drop out. He, well, he lost power, bitch. He it dropped him out. He's got to come back on. Look, if he. He was over there relying on that Texas power and light yeah. shit, and now it. You know, if he had the batteries hooked up, so you're going fishing tomorrow. What are you going? I am. What are you looking for? Um, the last time I went out, which was uh, last Sunday, uh, they started to move up. So, so you're going to be bass fishing heavy. Then you start to get. Are you pre-spawn? You starting to get some spawnies? No, we're we're not spawning yet. So the water's still a little bit cold. So I, I think by the time I go out, we've had a warm up this whole um, week. So we should start moving. They should. So I saw, I saw some big girls with fat bellies uh, mm. last Sunday, where like these fish were like three and a half pound uh, fat girls. To where when I pulled them up, they're spitting eggs out. So they're starting. We're nice. starting to get there. But I still was picking off bucks. So with this whole week pushing by continuing the warm-up right we, we've had a six degree change in water temp from sunday to our time recording right now so hopefully be hot, be heavy spoon, man. hopefully but like uh the river is super weird right now and i found out uh a couple weeks ago it's because they dredged where i fish that's normally where all these fish spawn at 
that's why everybody's really bored with riding the tide because I'm fishing this one area, but that's because literally they all spawn in this one area. It's super easy fishing, actually. But, um, well, I mean, it can be frustrating. It's hard, but they're there if you can get them. Um, so I'm going to have to push off. It can't be as shallow. But, no, yeah, it's going to be bass fishing. It's going to be swim jigs and uh, flick shakes for days, just like I normally fish. I'm, I'm fucking excited. You know what I'm going to do different? While we wait to see if Chris comes back on. I'm not bringing a fucking camera out. Hey, I look this. So the yeah. last time I went <laughs> fishing before this weekend, yeah, I set the camera up. You know, I've got the motor and stuff, and I and, and the motor is a pain in the ass because of how I had it set up. I didn't have everything, mm -hmm. everything run because I didn't want to. I didn't want to start doing permanent shit until I I figured out what I wanted. So mm -hmm. it's been an ever loving pain in my ass loading up and unloading. Um, and it's been, oh, it's been a fucking pain in my ass. Dude, I've got a whole, uh, finally, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was going to say, I finally got everything set up, Yeah. but this, this, this last damn tournament, I, it's just <laughs> all the fucking shit, man. Something, yeah. but you know, when I'm on the water, having that motor is wonderful. If I want to go run four miles, I can go at five and a half miles an hour with the motor pedaling yep. and I'm not working my ass off and you know. I can get back and not have to worry about that shit. But man, for, God dang. for for me with the cameras, like I have, I have Sunday's trip. Um, I haven't even put it on the computer. It's still sitting on the SD yeah. cards. Um, oh, so you're like me now. Fuck, yeah. Fuck them well, I mean, yeah, but, but I actually caught fish and uh, I want to get them out. And this one, I'm like, well, I'm going to feel obligated. And it's just going to like work, work. is so crazy right now. Nobody gives a shit, but uh, I'm going to tell you what, this is, it's awesome. It's exciting for me because this is something I didn't know I could do. It's a cool new career, um, but it takes a lot out of me. So I I, I don't know. I'm going to be slower with uh, putting out videos. So, like, I'll have my phone with me. I'll do some ticky talks. I'll do some, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I'll, I'll shoot some B-roll, do some, like, uh, talking over the B-roll shit that I did before because I think that's easier to easier for me to put out but uh yeah I, i'm excited to go out with no camera like I, I i've got my phone there i might take one gopro just in case i catch a big one so i can like throw it on a mount but um yeah 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 my before i got off track talking about yeah. some bullshit yeah i left the camera this last time and it was one it was one less thing that i had to it was two less oh, yeah. things i didn't have to yeah. take the battery they have to Take the camera, didn't have to set that shit up. Well, I'm carrying fucking... two in my boat too. Like well, I carry the I was, chest in the I back. Was, yeah. But this other camera, you know, I'm always hollering at it. Fucking stop mm -hmm. recording. Stop recording. <laughs> yeah, that I'm over. Can't understand me. No, no. Tomorrow <laughs> I'm gonna put it. headphones in. I'm gonna fucking uh do my thing for like four hours after a long work week. But what's even longer is how long it took for uh fucking Chris to come back. I think this is the first time dude I lost ever... fucking power. Yeah, it's well, storming. maybe yeah, be at a better state. I don't have to fucking tell you. Fucking so. hey, hey, I broke, hey, out, here's I broke other, out my fucking 360 light back here. So I can yo, see he's got Z Pro. So now he hooked his computer up <laughs> yeah. to Z Pro. He's ready to go. Hey, I'm 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 very disappointed you didn't holler out Drew and the Paddler's playbook as That's all know, right. somebody who sponsors you because I know he buys all the food, all the bait. <laughs> and pays for all your entry fees. Yeah. Well, and I was didn't I even was shout the paddler's playbook out. I'm disappointed I, in you. I was getting around to turn a rodco mm. when the fucking power went out. Mm. But well, yeah, we, that, you that's the other yak one. Yak attack is where yeah. you broke off. So oh yeah, yak no. Attack no, no, no. Don't worry about it. Nope. Don't even worry about it. We already sniped <laughs> that. We said 
We said Yak Attack. Fuck that guy. We have power. You're gonna sponsor <laughs> us, so you can yeah, move on right. from Yak Attack. What do you got next? Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, Turner Rocco, my brother's company, uh, sponsors all my rods. Oh. Uh, and that's, I think that's it for right. now. Anyway, like I say, if, if anybody from Yak Attack's listening, nope, nope, we already talked brother about Yak Attack. Nope, nope, nope. I buy nope. All we your said shit. it first. Nope, I said it first. <laughs> I called dibs. I licked uh, the fucking Panfish Pro. It's done. Yep. So so we're, we will be the first out of this group, Alex and I and you, to not get a Yak Attack sponsorship. Sponsorship? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll There's be the first no ones way. There's no fucking way. All right. I don't know if I'll have any it? more sponsorships after this. Yeah. As a well, fan of the show. You're, you're about to, you're, you're either about to get all the sponsors or lose everyone you got. Even your, your brother might drop you after this. <laughs> all right. You know how this works. It's going to be a rapid fire set of questions because it is. You ready, Paul? Yeah. Hit it. No. Oh, sorry. Shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Hold on. All right. Do it again, Alex. Because it is the patent pending Bass and Bruise shotgun round. Man. <laughs> All right, man. We're going to hit you with a uh, series of rapid fire questions. No explanation. We'll ridicule you later. Uh, first up, Crocs or flops? Uh, slides, motherfucker. What? 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 Mm. You, you were. You were. You so were so the very slides. first question. Hold slides. on. The very first question. We said nothing fucking extra. Just answer Look, it. And I don't fucking, fucking wear either. You got to pick fucking one. You have one. to choose one. Okay, Crocs. If there you, you go. I'm, I'm so not on the fucking hard. kayak though. Oh my God! This—he's terrible at this, this. fucking Drew, guy. Drew, <laughs> if you're listening this late into this, you, this he's not great. listening. He's not listening. Um, yeah, he, Texas, he quit after he. Yeah, he, oh, no, go ahead. Texas or wacky? What the fuck is that? Exactly. That's a good answer. That's, a <laughs> that's the answer, answer I expected from this. Me too. Yes. <laughs> this is a saltwater guy, so that's that's relevant. We will we, we'll accept that. I've heard of both. I I, I couldn't <laughs> tell you how to rig either one. Well, um, from what I've heard of the Turner boys, let's talk about food. Are you putting uh, pineapple on pizza? Yes or no? No, absolutely not. God Man. damn you. Are you putting pineapples on tacos? Yes or no? Absolutely not. Also. Yeah. Look, what? Look, you know what, I'm putting, you know what I'm putting pineapples on? What's that? Pineapple. Uh. <laughs> That's about <laughs> the only thing I'm eating with fucking pineapple. It's pineapple. Look, my, my buddy from Texas. When when you ask him what he eats, if he eats vegetables, he's like, "No, I eat meat, potatoes, and salsa." Yeah, salsa. <laughs> pretty much, he he would say, "My only vegetables I eat are salsa. <laughs> salsa is a vegetable." Um, are you going to spend more on a rod, or are you going to spend more on a reel? Uh, a reel, just because I uh, I get them from the bro, man. Yeah, <laughs> just the rods for free. <laughs> yep, I get them. I mean, a well, saltwater guy. I get them at I, cost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, you're you're fishing for four hours. You want uh, five two pounders or one seven pounder? One seven. Hell yeah. I'm trying to remember all these questions. Um, oh my god, jeez, got a money. I forget them. You still not? You may, hey, I, hold hmm. on. Timeout. Timeout. So, spinach. so hold on. We've been doing spinach. <laughs> That's a perfect answer. We uh, 
so so we've been doing these questions for coming up on two years right and and most of the questions we've had some additions right but i'm thinking and i want uh i want the brewski input so hit us up on our email all the socials uh what do you guys think about us kind of restarting these questions with new ones and if we do restart them what do you want them to be so you guys send this that is in. The first time I'm hearing of this shit, and I'm gonna. Yeah, tell it's the first you, time I even yeah. thought of it. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. gonna tell you, fuck no, you're you, hell no, dude. <laughs> why are you trying to change the shot? The one thing out of this podcast that is consistent, besides you know starting why? and ending, yeah, is you come, you trying to change the no, no. shotgun you round to get the best answers to the nope. whole damn podcast. This is yeah, why people yeah, but, listen to this. Hold on, to the end. Yeah, but we have so many fans of the show that we bring on as guests. So Chris just proved it when he said spinach. Like he already knows what the end game is. We're not getting the so shock reactions our, anymore. Half of our guests have never listened to the podcast because Dude, they right? get to that the questions half. and they don't even then we know. Save the OG questions no. for the oh people that don't know the show. People, anyways, you're making, anyways, look, so hey. you you have a real job now. I've, I've we you're trying to make this shit too complicated. Hey, Alex, Chris, quit Chris. trying to fuck up a shotgun round. Chris, you know what? uh, Do you eat? That was for you, Sean the Fisherman. Do you eat largemouth bass? Absolutely. My man. Yeah. Speaking of eating, uh, do you eat beaver? Uh, No, never eaten beaver. Okay. Y'all have beaver down there. You need to get your buddy. I know y'all do trapping down there. Y'all got, do y'all have nutria where you are? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've got, we've got nutria. Have you eaten nutria? No, no. No, dude. I heard it. I'm not, I heard it. I, I'm not too adventurous, man. I'm not yeah. too adventurous in the just, things that I eat. Just ta- Bucky's tacos. That's it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. I got uh, uh, down at the corner store. You're on the way to the water. Is it going to be height music or slow jams? High music. How, uh, how about on the way home? I'm taking a nap. Because Drew's driving. <laughs> oh, I was about to say, hold on. <laughs> Drew's, Drew's driving. I'm taking a nap, dude. <laughs> Was Drew driving when you blew out that hub? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I, I was right. rolling solo that day. Solid. Yeah, d- never roll solo, obviously. Well, right. it, it, yeah, you were talking about you were driving at 4 o'clock in the morning, and we all know Drew does not get up that mm-hmm. early to go no. fishing. No. He, he says he likes an afternoon bite because he it's a morning bite to him. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Man, that was really mean, Drew. I just, I just made that up, Drew. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're wonderful. I love your soundboard way more than Paul. I wish you would quit your uh, successful podcast and become the replacement for Paul for the shitty one. (laughs) All right. You know the deal. We are at the precipice of this. uh, There's a really long pause there. Um, Anyways, every good fish. Alex, spell, spell precipice. It's uh, F-U-C-K-Y-O-U. <laughs> okay. Yep. Close enough. You yep. missed the P. Oh. Close enough. I never miss the P. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> every good fisherman loves a great right. sandwich. What are your top three sandwich proteins? Uh, not spinach. We'll start with that. <laughs> um, I'm going. I'm going ham. Solid I'm, classic. Uh, I'm going turkey. Yep, can't beat and it. I'm, and I'm going some roast beef. Fuck yeah, all solid choices. Hey, I'm gonna add one question to the end of this. 
Oh, wait, wait. On no, the no, shotgun round. You, Paul. Nope. You nope. can't fucking add anything. This is what people want. Nope. They want you to be consistent. Chris, last question of the shotgun round. Who do you choose to go fishing with you? Jabberhammer or Alex? Welcome to the Bass and Brews podcast, your weekly distraction from other high-quality podcasts. And now, your host, Alex from Swamp Rat Fishing and the co-host,